Will Margate consider legal action against the state of New Jersey, the Army Corps of Engineers, and the DEP? That's the Department of Environmental Protection. My name is Mel Taylor, and this is AC Primetime Radio. We're all a part of the Down Beach News Network. That's acprimetime.com, Down Beach Buzz, and brigantinenow.com. Yep, Margate commissioners are going to discuss hiring a special counsel to file an injunction to stop the Dunes project. It's a mess all along the coast of Margate. Pooling of uh, a cesspool, if you will. Is the Army Corps of Engineers scrambling right now to bring in pumps to drain these hazardous pools of stagnant water trapped between the bulkheads and the dunes? Looks like the state is, uh, they're talking about it, coming in with pumps to pump out the basin, the dead zone, the uh, Lake Christie's. Um, It's just... It's blocks and blocks and blocks of two feet of water, sitting water, the runoff water. Older people can't get through. Families with children are pulling their beach chairs through this bacteria-laden swamp. It is not good for public opinion. The DEP looks bad. Governor Christie looks bad, although this doesn't make Governor Christie look even worse. His approval ratings are pretty low as it is. I mean, we didn't even have this kind of pooling and flooding after Hurricane Sandy. What if a child walks in there and drowns? These are all comments that are all over the interwebs. My name is Mel Taylor, and uh, this is crazy. Margate's going to have a special commissioner's meeting on Wednesday morning, 11 o'clock, August 2nd, that is, to determine whether or not they should uh, move forward. Should there be emergency authorization to institute some possible legal action against New Jersey, the New Jersey DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection, and the Army Corps of Engineers? Because, you know, they are not infallible. Nope. Will they hire special counsel to file an injunction to stop the Dunes Project, at least for right now, to get a handle on this stuff? If they move forward with this uh, meeting Uh, I guess then on Thursday at 4 o'clock, the regular council meeting, they will then vote on whether to move forward or not. You know, Governor Chris Christie, it's a pet project of his, or it's just simply a way of grabbing 60, what, $63 million and handing it off to a select group of friends. You know, the once promising presidential candidate, Mr. Christie, insisted on a dune system and beach replenishment project. Hey, we all want protection, but this one-size-fits-all plan for Mr. Christie is just wrong. Running the entire length of the uh, state coastline, 127 miles of the same thing, even though each municipality, each coastline up and down the New Jersey coast, it's just different need, different topography. Why didn't they let each individual town decide, here's how this money can be best spent to protect lives and protect property, right? Even Wildwood. Wildwood, with those mile-wide dunes, are getting dune work and beach work. It's just a way of keeping the Army Corps of Engineers busy. There are other examples of towns with no dunes, like the north end of Brigantine, where they have a very effective seawall. 
And you hear about just a week or so ago, Point Pleasant, you know, Jenkinson's, the very popular place to go in Point Pleasant. They won their battle with the state, the DEP, and the Army Corps. They're going to put in bulkheads instead of business-killing dunes. According to Ron T. Brown, our esteemed dune operator, doing all that great flyover video, he says that he's been checking because him being this guy with all types of technological, all kinds of technological know-how and expertise, especially when he's a commandeer, he's a pilot of his uh, awesome drones, his quadrocopters. Uh, he says that the Margate Dune disaster is well over that 1,000-foot uh, chunk of disruption. You know how the Army Corps said, don't worry, it's only going to be 1,000 feet at a time. But if you take a measurement from Ventnor Pier at the tip there on, ja uh, on uh, Fredericksburg, we're looking at about 2,700 feet of total disruption. Oh, sure, some of the beaches are open now, but you have to go through water. You have to climb up and down and then go find a way of getting over the pipe. So instead of a thousand feet at a time being disrupted, we are looking at a total disruptive section of Margate and a little bit of Ventnor totaling 2,700 feet of disrupted beach. Putting a little focus on the Army Corps of Engineers, a former Army Corps engineer he said beach work like this is purely pork barrel. Pork barrel projects and plenty of questions from taxpayers all across the country, in Iowa and Wyoming. Why should they pay to protect homes at the Jersey Shore? Especially when most of that sand is just going to wash away. Margate's mayor, Michael Becker, was on the radio recently. He says that Somewhere in the ballpark of, what, a little over $300,000 in legal fees. The voter said, yeah, spend that money, push back against these dunes. Mr. Becker and a lot of people in Margate say that $300,000 was well spent to fight against the dunes. Now, some people say it was a waste of money, but because of that fight, that investment, that risk of three hundred dollars or so thousand dollars, Margate now is not obligated to sign a contract and pay for mandated beach replenishment and dune renourishment every three years at a municipal cost of about half a million dollars each time that work is done. Think about that. Margate is not obligated to sign a contract for mandated every three years we're going to replenish and screw up your beaches again. Whether you need it or not, Margate was smart to fight about, you know, fight back against it. Whereas Ventner, they said, hey, where do I sign? Ventner will spend $450,000 this year on beach re renourishment of beaches and dunes that are already big and wide and very healthy. That's why Ventner taxes continue to go up. Ventnor doesn't even have the money to pay for it. They have to bond to get that money. they got to borrow. That just, that just means you and me paying taxes, right? Ventnor's going to spend $450,000 this year 
for this forced renourishment. They'll have to bond and borrow to pay the bill, ultimately paid for by the local Ventnor taxpayers, 65%. 65% of those Ventnor taxpayers are homeowners that are part-time residents with no voting rights. And remember, one of the biggest cheerleaders that says, we need this dune work. It'll protect lives and save property and our boardwalk. That's Ventnor Commissioner Lance Landgraf. Of course, Lance uh, works full-time for the state of New Jersey, working at the infamous CRDA, the Casino Reinvestment Development Authority. Not exactly a popular organization. Hey, did you read about this? Dr. Charles, um, he owns a home in Margate. He's concerned. Found this up online. Dr. Charles in Margate says, his immediate concern is for the public safety. There's a big risk. Standing water, it's going to hurt. It's going to pose a problem to people, especially kids playing in it, or maybe others who have to wade through the deeper parts of the pools to gain access to the beach. I mean, that water that's coming off the streets, the runoff, it could be filled with dog or bird poop, garbage and other stuff and fertilizer and oils and all kinds of crap. It's a big cesspool. Don't think that the Army Corps is full of really smart people. It might sound like a very smart organization. That's why Dr. Charles thinks they they should shut the project down right now and hold off until further notice. Shut it down now and the dredging. And it's not just dredging. It's underwater strip mining is really what it is. Let's spend a little more time on the DEP and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah, they are refusing, according uh, to this uh, comment, to install a $10 million pipe, a drainage system that would have taken the rainwater from Douglas Avenue and the other streets under the dunes and out, out, out to the ocean. They thought that the water, the rainwater that collects there, the runoff water that would collect there between the dune and the newly constructed, uh, I'm sorry, the newly constructed dunes and the bulkhead, the uh, dead zone, they thought that it would percolate down into the sand over the course of two days, maybe three days, but it didn't. Of course, uh, I always wondered, I saw the bulldozers just digging deeper, going down a foot or two, thinking they were, oh yeah, we're creating a basin for drainage. Well, you're just a couple of inches above the water table, you knucklehead. Margate's mayor and the city's engineer, they wanted uh, the pipe drainage system installed at the same time as the dune was being constructed. A very, very poor engineering job by the New Jersey DEP and the United States Army Corps of Engineers. Another comment online from a guy by the name of Vincent. He says the so-called Army Corps screws up everything they do. They're actually private contractors that do the work. I think if someone looks into it carefully, they will find politicians that own stock in these companies. If they want to stop the flooding, just lower the ocean or raise the island. All the rest is just nonsense. Other comments? Maybe we should fill in some of the basins 
That's the dead zone that's filled with water right now between the bulkheads and the toe of the dune. And uh, build up the elevated temporary walkways, maybe, between the bulkhead and the toe of the dune. Maybe knock down the dunes and just create a nice sloping beach from the streets and the bulkhead down to the ocean. Wouldn't that be nice? Remember when Governor Chris Christie mocked Margate? Pretty vindictive guy, revengeful. Even if you like Christie, because a lot of us did. We loved him. What happened? Mocked Margate, called them called the Margations, its residents, selfish. Well, keep this in mind, not that you have forgotten, but he's the man that closed down lanes in Fort Lee, New Jersey, punishing the local mayor up there for not supporting his reelection. That dangerous, revengeful act where he threw his own team under the bus and he got away with it. Bridgegate, that's right, Bridgegate. Imagine doing that. That did hurt him, but he didn't go to jail. So that's why we're going to call this Dune Gate. It's not Beach Gate. It's not Bridge Gate, but it's Dune Gate. Governor's well known for childish payback using taxpayer funds, ramming down the throat of a project, ramming the project down the throat of people and towns. Even though it doesn't save lives or protect property, it's only making things worse. It's fixing a problem that doesn't exist. Scare the heck out of everybody to grab that $63 million. And no work stoppage has been issued so far for the Dune Project. Weeks Marine is working on it out of Cranford, New Jersey. They were awarded that $63 million contract. But no matter what type of mistake, even though they see it right there in front of them, they're continuing the Berm and Beachville Project. And now it's all the way the big mess from Fredericksburg, the borderline of Ventnor and Margate, all the way down to Huntington as of August 1st, 2017. That's right in front of the Margate Library. But you know, this Dune stuff and all this work, government officials they and politicians, they want to be seen as doing something, anything, to protect the valuable coastal properties. It looks good. We're protecting lives. Unfortunately, science and reality have been ignored in the plan to rebuild Storm-damaged beaches and dunes, it's crazy. Up there in Fire, uh, Fire Island, um, the Army Corps' uh, plan for protection up there, a geological survey pointed out that the project's justification and benefits were seriously flawed, stoking fear to get that money. The United States Fish and Wildlife Service warns that these Beach replenishment plans and the dredging and the dune building in the short term hurts fish and wildlife and they're supporting ecosystems. This kind of work is having long-term consequences on the habitat and Absecan Island itself. It's underwater strip mining. You don't see horseshoe crabs, do you? Clam beds, fishing, all because... Under, underwater strip mining to build dunes that are unneeded. These dunes were ordered by an idiot, Chris Christie, a commenter says, as a knee-jerk reaction to a 100-year storm that we'll never see again. They've ruined beautiful beaches by raping the ocean ecosystem to dump sand in a pile and just sit there. 
It has dredged up bacteria that will make people sick. It has made people sick. Ventnor had a bacteria level of 204. At 103, when that bacteria level hits a number 103, that's when they get everybody out of the water. Ventnor had 204, and people were swimming in it all day before the results came back and said, okay, everybody out of the water. Is this a media cover-up? In the days, today we have immediate communication with the web. Some of our towns and our newspapers are doing a lousy job. Bob from Margate writes, um, I grew up in Margate. I know the beach there. For the last 35 years of my professional life, I have engaged the Army Corps of Engineers in various wetlands projects. In my experience, says Bob, the Corps, the Army Corps of Engineers, is remarkably inept, almost surprisingly so, in addressing coastal hydrodynamics. It's sad to see my home beaches washed away, awash in poorly drained dune structures, but I'm not surprised. That's right. Others write $100,000 a day of our tax dollars, yours and mine, to fix something that doesn't need fixing. The bay, the back bay, is the issue. The stupid dunes are barely higher than the bulkheads. This is a monumental waste of dollars. It's a waste of effort, an environmental mess. And this has nothing to do with so-called overprivileged million-dollar beach homes. The beaches, quite frankly, just stink like septic tanks. The wildlife is gone, cesspools of water, a breeding ground for insects. They have completely made a debacle out of the natural ecosystem on this island, and it's a shame. How about those rip currents? I've talked to surfers that say surfing is affected, waves breaking too close to the beach. Seashells, piping plovers, horseshoe crabs, clam beds, flounder. Can you go fishing off the Margate fishing pier? I think not. Even a civil engineer and a hydrologist, Chuck Duttill, D-U-T-I-L-L. It's Dutill or Dutell, Chuck, Dutell. Well, it was in Philly.com. He testified that the Dune Project would create a 100-foot-wide pond of murky water. He testified in front of the judge. And she goes, that's crazy stuff. That's crazy talk, Chuck. No, he goes, no, 100 feet, a wide pond of murky water between the dunes and the bulkhead. It's going to run the entire length of Margate, he predicted. He estimated that ground and storm water along with mosquitoes and oil and grease and car parts and pesticides and it could accumulate to a depth of between two and a half and five feet at high tide, maybe even deeper and longer lasting after a storm. Chuck was right. The judge was wrong. Back in 2015, an article in Shore News Today said that U.S. Representative Frank Lobiondo, he lives here in Ventnor, too. How coincidental. He, he said, this is according to a 2015 Shore News Today article, that Mr. Lobiondo says that many of his colleagues in the House believe that the time has come already to end federal beach projects, and it appears that the White House agrees. Hmm, what happened, Frank? But to this day, every year, Mr. Lobiondo goes to bat. 
He and other coastal state representatives fight to get projects funded. How about that? I got a solution for you. Knock down the damn dunes and pitch the beach towards the ocean. Make the whole beach level and grade it towards the ocean. Let's restore our beautiful beaches in Margate and get rid of this three-ring surface. The whole dunes project was, it was ill-advised in the first place. It's just a way of getting people to be scared so that dollars, millions of dollars can be allocated to friends and family with tractors and bulldozers and dredgers. And hey, Ventnor, and you, Atlantic City, keep in mind, these problems also affect you guys, too. We know that Atlantic City needs water. We know that Atlantic City needs beaches and replenishment down there in front of Revel and Showboat and Taj. And you're getting it. That's fine. You can make that determination on your own. You guys had a lot of erosion there. Much of that erosion, I believe, came from, well, that jetty that was built there, Absecon Inlet, that really helped build up Brigantine's uh, south end, but uh, much to the detriment of the north end or the, what do they call it, the west end or east end of Atlantic City. Don't get me started with that argument, but you know what I'm talking about. The inlet section of the beach in Atlantic City. So that's a good thing. We like the fact that dredging and beach renourishment can help sometimes. But there are downsides to doing this stuff. But when it comes to bacteria that gets kicked up, because dredging kicks up the runoff that settles at the bottom of the ocean. And if you noticed, local media absolutely either ignored it or they just pushed out information and narrative that made you look elsewhere about where this higher levels of bacteria, where it came from. Well, it came from bird poop, and it came from runoff. Well, over the years, that runoff collects at the bottom of the ocean just off the coast. And that coast is being dug up and disturbed by the dredgers. Hello? That's called a cover-up, a media cover-up. And Ventner, you're next. Protect the last remaining portion of your beach that is not cut in half by a dune. Protect your number one asset, which is the boardwalk. People come from far and wide to walk on the boardwalk. The number one reason why the boardwalk was built, to stroll the boardwalk, look at the ocean, look at the beach. Enjoy the scenery, the environment of crashing waves. How much fun is it, how much fun is it to actually walk on the boardwalk in Atlantic City? You don't see the ocean. Well, you don't have to see the ocean. Walk over the dune. That's what you get from people who, who like the big dunes there. They either work for the casinos or they work for the state. Atlantic City killed its retail business on the boardwalk. It forced everybody in the casinos. Walking on the Atlantic City boardwalk sucks. You have nothing to look at except big giant dunes on one side and then on the other side you get to see the doors beckoning you to come on into a casino or a few places to eat or drink but most of it still on the boardwalk some of the retailers there it's not so hot a lot of that problem 
came from the dunes that killed the vibe on the boardwalk. So Ventnor, be careful. If you let those dunes get built on the south end of your boardwalk, you are going to kill the beauty of sitting on the bench looking at the ocean. Have you noticed nobody sits on the bench on the northern end of the Ventnor boardwalk where there's big giant 20-foot dunes? Nobody sits there. You know what? Take a guess why. Nobody wants to stare at a mountain of sand. Hey, please join our email newsletter, downbeachbuzz.com. That's where you get all the information and get email blasts, support the sponsors. We're just so happy to have a whole bunch of people that support our efforts. We need a secondary voice. We need to have a different point of view. You can't rely on a one newspaper town. Bosley Lasco uh, Real Estate with uh, Larry Campbell. If you're looking to buy or sell or rent, go to downbeachhomes.com. Check out Larry Campbell at downbeachhomes.com. Also, a uh, very special thanks to Essex Seafood. Love their lobster roll in Margate. Uh, two new beauty salons in Ventnor are supportive of us. Daja Hair Salon over on Wellington Avenue in Ventnor. And Bliss Salon right there above the uh, Cardinal Bistro in Ventnor. Hammer Fiber. If you don't like your internet service, call Hammer Fiber. Man, are they speedy with the web. And for the cleanest carpets and construction site cleanup, LaceyCleaning.com. That's LaceyCleaning.com. 